0: He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, for this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We've come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. So this is our last Sunday in a very well-worn series of gospel readings about bread. I lamented enough about this last week, so I'm not going to go down that long road again. Suffice it to say, it has been six weeks of Jesus talking about himself as the bread of life, the bread from heaven, the bread that came down to give life to the world, and all the rest. And so I'm kind of over it, the bread talk. I was out of gas, I was out of ideas, I was on the verge of a nothing burger of a sermon for this morning, when I heard just in time a story on NPR about scones, Did anyone else hear this? Scones that felt like bread from heaven in its own way. Manna in the wilderness for this preacher, if you will. And I say bread from heaven not just because I needed a sermon, and this one landed in my lap like it did when I thought I was out of luck. This felt like manna in the wilderness, this story, because I'm feeling as tired and as sad and as exhausted and all the rest of my All of the things these days. I don't mean to dodge the despair in Afghanistan. I don't mean to pretend away the suffering in Haiti. I can't avoid the continued concern over COVID in our own country, in our own congregation, in our own neighborhood. But I just want to be fed this morning and to feed you all with some good news with some nourishment for this journey that we share and for whatever lies ahead for us in the days to come. And this is a story about soda bread scones. But before the scones, a thing about a guy and a website and a couple of books and a heck of a social media presence. His name is Brandon Stanton. And his photography project called Humans of New York started back in 2010. He had a pretty simple but ambitious idea to photograph 10,000 random everyday strangers on the streets of New York going about their daily lives and then compiling an exhaustive photographic catalog of those inhabitants of one of the largest, greatest, most diverse cities on the planet. Along the way, his little photography sessions turned into conversations from which Stories and quotations became blog posts, which grew in popularity enough to glean millions of fathers all over social media, of which my wife is one, I know, and it seems like some of you might follow this guy, too. Brandon Stanton has since turned all of that into a couple of books, even, and branched out to include this um, photography project in other cities around the world, too. Now back to the bread. Bread. The soda bread scones, I mean. Mary O'Halloran and her husband own an Irish pub in the East Village of New York City. That, impacted by the economic mess of a worldwide pandemic, had to shut down in March of 2020. With her husband working as a longshoreman somewhere around Alaska for nine months, Mary was home with six kids to homeschool and a bar that she couldn't keep afloat. She moved her kids into the bar and started catering meals to relief workers at the height of the pandemic, which kept her busy and made some money, but it wasn't enough to pay all the bills or to keep up with all of the rent. So a friend from the band that played in the bar on Thursday nights helped Mary set up an online store so she could sell these soda bread scones smothered in blackberry jam, which was a simple but apparently delicious recipe that she'd gotten from her mother back in Ireland. And it was something. Not enough to pay all the bills or catch up with all the rent, but it was enough to get the attention of a local news outlet who did a story on Mary and the kids and the bar and all that she was doing to try to survive. And so people started ordering scones which is when Brandon Stanton showed up, the Humans of New York guy, the photographer, the blogger, the social media star. When he heard about Mary and her scones, he posted the following on his Facebook page, which I invite you to hear with a healthy measure of snark and sarcasm and sense of humor. He said, I know there's a volcano of big scone hype that's about to erupt, so here's our plan. Mary normally charges $18 for an order of scones, but as she explained, there's barely any money in that for her. I do know there's a lot of bargain-hunting scone fanatics out there, but I also know that many of you are scone-curious and would love to support Mary. If you fall into the second category, I've put together a special offer for you, he said. For $30... You can get an order of scones and a limited edition drawing from Mary's daughter, Erin. Depending on the amount of orders, the drawing might not be highly intricate. Alas, she has got to do her homework. Each box will also include an invisible Irish blessing that will be passed down through the generations to all of your descendants until the end of time. Mary started crying, he said, when I suggested raising prices because she says other people are hurting more than her. So if you're also in a tough spot but want to try the scones, don't worry. The $18 non-magical scones are still available through her website. If you're in the city, go visit Mary O's at 32 Avenue A. Every Thursday night's Irish Music Night. May the road rise up to meet you. Twenty-four hours later, Mary had one million dollars in soda bread scone orders, something like 25,000 orders for 150,000 scones. She also had no small amount of worry, as you might imagine, about how and if and when she'd be able to fill all those orders all by herself with only her little pub's kitchen and her staff of six children and the regular patrons from the bar who often stepped up to help, which is where I found the gospel in this story of the scones. Because when Mary heard the news about all those orders, she asked Brandon Stanton, I can do this, right? And he promised her that she could. Because, he wrote to his followers, every one of those orders came from people who want the best for Mary. And I felt confident that we'd all be patient when she figured out a new process for making scones. Mary has a great team around her. She refers to them as the regulars, as if they're a squad of superheroes. But they're actually longtime customers who transform into volunteers at a moment's notice. Clint was serving food last night. Steve and Shelly were bartending. Liz and Deb were watching the kids. Alexia dropped everything to manage Mary's online ordering. Caitlin, Rogan, TJ, Sarah, Mimi, Bob, the list goes on. With this support group and with her own business experience, Mary has all she needs to deliver 25,000 boxes of delicious blackberry jam-smothered blessing-infused scones. It's just going to take some planning and some time. Our goal was always to help with Mary's burdens, not to add to them. She will deliver the scones as fast as she can, and things may fall into place rather quickly, but if you absolutely need your scones in the coming days or even weeks, feel free to request a refund. For everyone else, your scones will drop from the sky like a pleasant Irish rain. Or like manna from heaven, perhaps. And when the box is opened, your descendants will be blessed for a minimum of 90 generations. Thanks to all of you. And may the road rise up to meet you. Our world, and more of God's children than not, it seems, are hurting and broken, and scared, and lost, and exhausted, it seems, right now. We are hungry for some measure of hope, hungry for some sense of peace, hungry for some evidence that there is an end in sight to whatever is scaring or threatening us most at the moment. And Jesus showed up, Be the promise for us that grace and mercy and peace are worth it, that we can, in fact, do this, that God's love always, always wins in the end, that the ones who eat the bread we get in Jesus will live forever in spite of all of this. And this teaching is difficult as the disciples said. This good news is hard to believe when you see the scope of the suffering that surrounds us these days. Who can accept it? Some don't. Many cannot. How could you? Why would you? Why should you? Considering all the things I hope it's because, as believers, we see ourselves and we see each other as something like the regulars in Mary's bar, the children of God and the followers of Jesus, who can do no other. Lord, to whom can we go? Where else in the world is there? We are called to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly, you and I. We are called to make, to break, to be, and to share the bread of life that comes to us in Jesus Christ because there is no better way. There is no greater blessing. There is no deeper hope for the sake of the world. For the humans of New York, or Afghanistan, or Haiti, or Indianapolis, or the ones around the corner, either. Amen.